So I have to say this last week, I feel like we have found a new way of correcting our three-year-old in a way that she hears and she's responsive to. And I started thinking about it for parenting and how it doesn't have to necessarily just be for a three-year-old because I think it's really getting at the heart of what is happening. Like there's rebellion, there's frustration, there's a lot of contributing factors to why she may or may not be responding to us. But isn't that us as children of God, but also all of our kids at every age and stage, right? They do grow, they do develop and change, but there's still this kind, this uh, hardness of heart (laughs) that can still take place. And so how do we deal with that as a parent? How do we uh, bring joy or find the joy in some of the hardest moments of parenting? And we are excited to share that with you uh, on the other side. Greetings and welcome. I'm Ryan. This is my lovely wife, Selena. You know, it occurred to me just now that I'm a little bit congested at the moment. So yeah, it's February, and I could it's, bet it's our sick month. probably a thousand dollars every February, <clears throat> possibly early March, we are going to be sick. So our family's yeah. just getting over the head cold thing, whatever it is. And so if you see a sipping tea or lots of cuts, it's because we coughed or did something yeah, that here you, we are. you just don't want to hear. Persevering <laughs> for you, our loyal, fierce parenting. Listeners slash watchers, so viewers, thank you yes. for joining us. Uh, we pray that this is a fruitful time for you. Um, Parenting is a trick thing because it's so different. It varies so much across the yeah. spectrum. Some of the principles are universal, but so much of it's also very experiential in that like, we can't just say, hey, this worked for us, therefore it's a universal thing. Right. So really our goal here is not to do that. Our goal is to process through some stuff in real time maybe bring some universal undergirding truths of the scriptures to the Mm -hmm. thinking process so that you as a parent can think biblically in the parenting decisions that you make. Mm -hmm. And uh, this one is one of those decisions that is probably not, Selena wrote the rundown, so there's a biblical (laughs) foundation for it, but we're not going to find these words verbatim in scripture. We're just going to talk to you about something that we found that works for us. And and we pray that you take that and use it um, to whatever end in your life. And if you see a little baby join us, it's because Selena just, had our fourth daughter yeah, about a month ago. Yeah, she's about a month old, and she is with us still because she is nursing, and that's... Yeah, so she's, she's been making stay cameo close. appearances <laughs> on the Fierce Family's channel. Yeah, for the next few weeks, probably. Well, yeah, I mean, we love having her. She's awesome. <laughs> Sunny Alethea. Sunny Alethea Bess, yep. All right, let's do this. So, uh, yeah, bringing a fourth baby home. Usually, well, we've learned that the, the one that used to be the baby, right, the child that used to be the youngest um, usually has the most difficult time transitioning. Uh, I usually have calculated in my own head. It's about three to six months before they kind of really settle into, okay, this is life now. This is how things are going. Um, so I calculate, you know, I try to gauge my heart and every, and my emotions and all of that. But one thing that uh, has helped me, I think with this uh, transition for Lou, she's our third um, and she's three years old. She, uh, was, uh, I'll start with I'll start with a quote by uh, Ginger Hubbard. She has a book, Don't Make Me Count to Three, and it talks about heart-oriented motherhood and discipline mm. uh, for children. And it's uh, Christian. It's one of my favorite top five, probably. And she she said this quote that said, "Listen and obey right away with a happy heart." And I was like, man, that is so good. It's something that flows. It's something you can tell your kids. (laughs) Right. But there's also a progression to it, right? There's a listen and obey, which I think goes to a lot of the very younger years, the young years, right? I just need the kids to learn to listen and obey. 
And then we start speeding it up. Like, hey, right away. Not after you, you brushed your teeth or you felt like doing it. It's right away. Mama said right away. Listen, obey, right away. And then you're teaching them how to do it with a happy heart when they don't want to do it with a happy heart. They're angry about doing it or, or you're angry about having to do it. Like, this is something that I can take to my own heart and say, Selena, listen and obey to God right away. Don't delay <laughs> and do it with a happy heart. And so something that we have kind of coined with Louisa lately is um, say it with a smile. So you're probably like, what does that mean? What does it say it with a smile? How, and honestly, it just comes down to how can we model love and kindness to her? But I've also asked her to not barge in and say, mommy, I'm hungry, or mom, I need snack, or just demanding things, right? I was, and that's very triggering to me because I'm like, uh, okay. You feel you those have, words so heavily. I in your feel heart. it so heavily, yeah. and maybe that's just me. Some people can just be like, you know what, chill out, turn it off, and they're good. But for me, I'm just like, ah, oh, okay, I'm a people pleaser, and you're a big personality. So <laughs> what I've learned to kind of communicate to her is like, hey, can you try again? Can we say this with a smile and say it a little more kindly? Like, and I have to give her the words, right? Hey, mama, I'm hungry. Can I please have a snack? You know, and she's very quick to do that. She wants to please. It's true. We, she has to be trained. Uh, I want to maybe throw a wrench in the gears. Okay. Is this just the toddler version of fake it till you make it? <laughs> because like, I mean, you were talking beforehand. She'll come to us and she's got clearly like the, the cheesiest, fakest smile on. So you can tell she's trying and I appreciate the effort, but she'll blatantly say, no, I don't want, like, she doesn't want to try. <laughs> I don't she doesn't want to smile. It, like at this point. Is it, she kind of does this, she does like she's trying she's to make to. herself smile and like, but it, but the joy permeates it. Like it comes with her smile. She can't smile and continue to be mad. If she's mad, she's going to stay mad. And I get to kind of the other reasons of like, she they aren't always just going to say it with a smile, right? This is a message of, okay, my heart orientation is not right in how I'm approaching either as a parent my child or my child is not approaching me how they should. Um, and not that they have to do it perfect all the time, but how can we train them up in a conversation that is honoring to one another, right? And that is... I guess that's my, 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 my question is, is this, could this be a performative thing? I mean, I know three-year-olds kind of have a certain capacity for... Yeah. for not performing right <laughs> uh but could that be one of the ruts on the side of this road that like you train them hey say it with a smile and they're just going to figure out a way to say it but the heart not actually you know bending right it's it's honestly right now it's just a training tool and it is I'm not trying to shoot down the idea i'm just processing through maybe some of the objections and that's something that we're aware of as she as we're training this is like we don't want you just to fall it's it's with the happy heart. It's not just listen and obey, but also with the happy heart. Right, and sometimes the happy heart means you got to change your face first, <laughs> okay. right? Before you can change your heart. <laughs> like yeah. sometimes I don't feel happy, and I don't want to smile about something. I don't want to laugh about something. But the second that I do, I'm, thinking I'm of that. warming up inside. Like I because everything, I'm disarmed. She's disarming, or I'm disarming. Like. We become that safe place. Oop, jump cut. Baby is here now. We had the, uh, of course, we mentioned the cameo appearance. She's currently concealed uh, doing what She's she does nursing. best. <laughs> nursing. But I, what I want to say, and maybe this is, I kind of distracted you earlier on in the first cut of this, but what, when I think of when I think of a, a toddler doing this, like smiling through it, I think of this meme. It's called Hide the Pain Herald. And it, it's hilarious because it's this, this old guy who, He's in like these stock photos and just the way he smiles looks like he's just hiding the pain. <laughs> and 
there's been some of that with with Louisa. Well, and it's not a hiding thing. It's more <clears throat> of a calling her up out of it's her true. lazy communication. That's is good. basically that's well what it is. So that's well put. If if you're gonna come to me and whine about a request, I'm not gonna hear you, and I'm not gonna train that as our normal way of communicating. Ooh, that's good. And so, I think that there's a better way for kids to communicate their needs and their wants, and that's okay. Uh, so we're gonna kind of I don't know just step through you know what does it mean to to Say it with a smile. It's not faking it till you make it because that doesn't work for anybody. Um, and it's not really getting at the heart of, of what's going on in the child. And that's our whole goal as parents is to kind of shift their perspective yeah. back to Christ. Uh, understand that it's okay to be angry. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be frustrated. Um, but we can't just sit in those things. And those things don't get to run that's our good. behavior. That's good. So we have a ton of scripture to go through. Yeah, I mean, we can just pick through some of it. You know, it's just a few about discipline and training, um, a few instances, of course, with Jesus and children and his uh, approach and and perspective on that and just how joy is is a part of this whole process because I think, for me, the biggest thing when disciplining children, it just feels like it's constant, you know, it's never convenient, Mm -hmm. and you have to, it's not just constant, but it's repetitious like you're not just saying one thing once and saying another thing another time you're saying the same thing over and over and over again training them right that's what athletes do they run a mile the same mile as fast as they can every time you know something like that and so uh i just want to kind of i think scripture kind of orients our hearts of what is the objective here again it's not fake it till you make it we're not teaching our kids to just smile through the pain we're teaching them how to how to we're modeling we're demonstrating because we should be saying our own things with a smile as well i find myself being like no you can't have that you know instead of hey now's not a good time Mm -hmm. for a snack like if i start smiling i'm gonna find a nicer way to say it and i think that's gonna be disarming for the child they're gonna feel safe they're gonna feel heard respected um and loved and it's important for that discipling process you need those factors that's good so the first one is the quintessential parenting verse Proverbs 22, 6, train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he's old, he will not depart from it. I think the key there is the training. And mm-hmm. I think sometimes we over, we overlook the biblical model of training. Mm-hmm. And it's it's all-encompassing. It's nonstop. Mm-hmm. It's, you mentioned it's just, uh, I feel like half the battle as a parent is not letting your, your, your flesh boil over. Mm-hmm. Because oh, yeah. they are like the low heat, like you're on the front burner, and they're the low heat. That it's just a matter of time until that boil starts to roll, and you have to put that. You know that someone someone said on the internet, like you put a spoon on top of it, and that keeps the bubbles from like if pasta or whatever keeps it from boiling over. And I feel like that's what the Holy Spirit is, <laughs> uh, and so much more. Um, yeah. So, do you have any one, any one of these you want to focus in on? Um, I think you know we want to train our kids to also adhere to like our discipline and, and, and hear our words and instruction and, and why, you know, I mean, our six-year-old was like, well, why is, why should we obey God? Why shouldn't we be rebellious? You know, I, she's asking like the foundational, like why is good, good and bad, bad basically. And so again, referring her back to scripture, you know, Proverbs 1, 8 through 9, hear my son, your father's instruction and not, and forsake not your mother's teaching for they are graceful garland for your head, penance for your neck. You know, another Psalm 127, three children are a gift from the Lord. They are a reward from him. Well, how do we treat gifts? Do we throw them in the, the street for everything to be, everyone to trample on them? How do we care for these gifts, you know, and then offer them back to yeah. God uh, and t- for his glory? 
And so uh, I want to say one thing uh, in the name of teaching our children to not just hear the words, but to heed them. Clementine's so, our number two is so good at this. I'll be I'll be doing family worship. I'll be teaching on something in scripture, and and she'll be clearly not paying attention. <laughs> and I'm like, Emmy, what did I just say? Are you listening? I'm gonna ask her a question about the text. She's like, I was listening. I was like, what did I say? And she'll go she'll pair it off like the last four words that I right. said, and she'll have it kind of right. Yeah. But she, but it's clear she was just she was just kind of using the random access memory of her mind to pull those words up into the, the forefront of her mind. Mm-hmm. And so when it comes to actually, here she is. Here she is. Oh, sunny girl. <laughs> Sweet girl. Um, I feel like the smiling is a signal jammer because you get, when, when especially a toddler, like they have their, their way of doing things yeah. and they come into the kitchen hot and heavy and they're like, <laughs> I'm hungry, give me, give me yeah. a snack or whatever the demand is. And by saying smile, it's like you're, you're jamming their signals yeah. to where they now have to stop and think about what they're saying as opposed to just to- being totally reactive. Right. Uh, trying to see, there, yeah. There's an app. I forget what it's called, uh, but it, it will, it's like an, oh, nice one. <laughs> it's like an active feedback app. Oh, yeah. Where you listen to yourself, but on like a 0.3 second delay. And it's almost impossible to talk. because <laughs> so it's hearing, like having kids. Sometimes. You're hearing yourself on a delay in yeah. your own ears yeah. and it's, it jams you, jams you up. And I feel like that's what the smile does. Um, so that's kind of the orientation of the child's heart being, being, and to me, the smile is, is to say like, hey, stop and think about what you're doing. Now it's an opportunity to, yeah. to, to respond yeah. to how your parents and, and God have yeah. requested you to conduct yourself right. and, and from a heart orientation that is God honoring and not just appeasing. Well, and it's, it's familial, right? It's not just do this because I said, and it's just this this transaction. You know, we talk about on the marriage side how marriage is a covenant, and you know, I think being in a family, it's it's more than just being in a workplace, right? Like, we want to be warm towards each other. We want to be able to share in a conversation. And if a child is never disciplined, taught, and modeled how to love, be loving, be respectful, be kind in how you speak uh, and the requests that you ask, then they're, you're not doing them any favors. Uh, and I mean, most of all, you're not honoring the Lord in how you're teaching and training them. So, And it takes an immense amount of uh, perseverance Absolutely. because they will run you ragged because they just have the endurance. They have the, the you know, everything's so brand yeah. new that it's not gotten old yet. Um, and that's the repetition. Yeah. Um, so we see, you know, God is referred to as the Heavenly Father. Um and then the father and the son and you just there's always this like familial type of relationship that's communicated uh with with god and us and his children you know his yeah he chose to relate to us in a familial way which is extremely powerful and can be unpacked for for days uh but namely and also how jesus interacted with little children gives us as parents and heart orientation toward our children. And I would argue that in Matthew 19, 14, Jesus said, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such these. Um, Matthew 18, one through three, at that time, the disciples came to Jesus saying, who's the greatest in the kingdom and calling to him a child. He put him in the midst of them and said, truly, I say to you, unless you turn and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. And then you have Mark's Mm. account and I tell you the truth, anyone who does not receive the kingdom like a child will never enter it. Then he took the children in his arms and placed his hands on their heads and blessed them. I bet you Jesus smiled when he did those things. <laughs> How can you not <laughs> smile when you bring a child in? A smile, a smiling adult is so much more, I think, disarming to a child than somebody who's just, you know, 
not smiling, I guess. That's more intimidating. Yeah. And so he's drawing them in. And I think that's kind of part of also this say it with a smile is that I want to draw you in past, again, just your narrative of whatever your demand or whatever you need, whatever you're angry about. I want to bring you in past that. And I want to get to the heart of the situation and let's talk about it. Your heart, your heart is, actually, is hard. You're having a difficult time. There's something going on in your heart. Can we talk about it? Uh, why, mm. why do you why do you think you're you know That's frustrated so or something? And my three year old's not gonna know, but we list things off and she'd be surprised. Help her identify. Yeah. We had had a conversation yeah. about Sunny. You know, she was have Lou was having a really hard day, and I said, you know, she was getting disciplined, getting some consequences, and I said, honey, you haven't been able to listen today, and you've had such a hard heart. What is going on, babe? Are you you've been sad all day? You can't be obedient, and she's she's just sitting there kind of crying, and you know, I'm holding her, and I'm like. Do you feel sad? Like, do you feel that mommy and daddy love Sunny more than you? And she's like, mm-hmm, you know, and do you feel left out? Mm-hmm, you know, just all the answers to Poor the girl. things that you're, you don't want to, them to feel. But of course they're going to feel when, you know, a big transition is happening. And so try to be aware of that and not just like, again, you're not saying, hey, say it with a smile. I don't care about your problems. It's no, say it with a smile because I know you're, I've seen there's a struggle here. Yeah. And it's if they signal. can't, then that maybe that's where the litmus test is. If a toddler can't come with a happy heart and, and say it with a smile then cl- clearly there's a heart issue at yeah, play absolutely. absolutely and that then becomes the open door through which a parent can go and say let's talk about your heart right and that becomes the vernacular now that you're relating to your child with. absolutely so you know how do we get their heart and in turn their attitude to kind of follow that heart ch- uh, transition you know when they are sad or in rebellion like how can we take those steps and understand where they're at you know, and they may not always be in sin. They may just have some big emotions. And so if they are in sin, though, how do we lead them to repentance? How do we model this? And how can we, this was kind of for my own sanity, eliminate some of those just yelling demands, of, you know, that the one bazillion that come every hour of the day from, from young kids, right? It can make you go a little batty. So. Just a little. <laughs> I think the first There's we have. There's a reason why I carry uh, earplugs in all my. Pockets. I have seen that on parenting though. They're like <laughs> earplugs will diminish the sound and it will cause you to kind of like be able to yeah. decompress a little bit before you I can respond. still hear most things. <laughs> but, but for the very sound sensitive man yeah. that you are. <laughs> so yeah. quickly three ways we can say it with a smile. So meaning we can demonstrate kindness to our children. We can have them pause, give them an opportunity mm-hmm. to share what maybe really is going on in their heart. Uh, we can also give them the words to speak and the words to communicate back to us of mm-hmm. what might be going on. So for us, the first step, and maybe for you, again, I think this can be applicable to any age, is just understand your child. So understand her. For Lou, she's three. She's not the baby anymore. There's a baby that came home. Lou's name is also mm-hmm. Fierce Warrior, or Fiery. No, it's Warrior. I'm sorry. Her name means Warrior. So there's that. Um, <laughs> that's our she fault. Is- <laughs> Birth yeah. order is a thing, right? Mm-hmm. She's got more emotions. She's got more words. I, I think two was pretty good, like for kid for our kids. It's three where they really start, you know, testing the, the limits. Testing yeah. the limits. Their emotions yeah. are visceral. Their words are clear. They're ready to argue. They're loud. They know just enough to be dangerous. Louisa is crazy in that she assigns motives to her sisters really quickly. She's like. Della was mean, so she needs to go time out. And I'm like, wait, okay, hold on. <laughs> Why was she? What are you saying? You know? Um, oh, yeah, this morning she even, she was climbing all over Della's chair. Della asked her to get off, so then she didn't get off. Della moved her chair, took another chair. And then Lou went back <laughs> over there, and I said, 
Luke and Della was like get off you know getting a little angry and she's like she, Luke comes to me and she's like Della needs a time out and I was like no you need to get off her chair you know it's she just is so quick to say what's what's wrong with Della you're not being nice to uh-huh. me you, you're gross <laughs> that's it's funny the words they saying. use yes and we, we've had to have a number of times like we don't say that we're each other is gross it's not something we want to have a culture of right. in our house <laughs> Um, so just their actions, you know, they destroy things that their sisters have worked on or they're just, it's it's not normal, you know, for some of the things that they're happening. So I guess. So try to understand all of these things in the com, in the in the complexity and the intertwined right. nature of the emotions, the actions, the words, the, the motives. Yep. Remember that they're a kid and that you're yeah. the parent and you don't need to stoop to their level. You need to parent them through it. You need to disciple them through whatever mm. they might be dealing with. And that's one of our, our tenets at Fierce Parenting. Yep, everything's discipleship, including this. So, yeah, first one is understand the, the child. This is three ways you can say it with a smile. Help them say it with a smile. Understand your child. Uh, disciple the child um, through this. And the way you do that is by asking questions. Yeah. So after some consequences, because mm-hmm. our daughter was not listening, and she uh, blatantly disregards sometimes what we say, and that's obviously rebellion in the heart. It's baked in. Since the fall, yeah, um, we have to kind of draw out of her what is going on in your heart, and yeah. that, that's not always a quick process. It's not always a one and no. done thing. I think the Holy Spirit, though, is so faithful to help us discern as parents. If you're knowing your child, you're spending time with your child, and you know kind of the circumstances or the culture of your family, or maybe you're going through a hard season. I mean, you know your kids. You should know your kids. If you don't know your kids, then get to know them. Um, but you can ask those probing questions uh, in order to help them transition through. Yeah, and part of discipleship is so asking the questions, discerning, kind mm-hmm. of, and, and not just taking the answer for face value, but being able to read between <laughs> the lines. That's a discernment thing. Yeah. And then modeling this yeah. to, to your kids and that, we, you know, because parents can grumble just as much. Oh, gosh. And, you know, we, and <laughs> we, you know, we can go about our days like, oh, I can't believe this happened. Or, oh, man, shoot. That's grumbling. And in a sense, it's complaining. And kids pick up, pick up on that stuff and they start... Mo- they start doing the thing that oh, we model. yes, yes. So we don't want to model that. Instead, we can learn to uh, have language that is bent toward gratitude, bent yes. toward joy, yes. bent toward peace, not toward complaining. And give them opportunities. Like, hey, yeah. try again. Let's try this with a smile. I know you're frustrated, but... And again, like we said at the beginning, if they don't want to talk, like take that as an opportunity to connect with them and find mm. out what's going on. What are you frustrated about? Let's sit here until we can get our get our hearts soft you know the other night Luis was having time out she doesn't live in time out I promise she's not there all the time she's there a lot but though. she's there a lot right now and so <laughs> we were talking to I was talking to her and I said hey is your you need to you know apologize say I'm sorry mommy for my for my disrespectful attitude and she's like I don't want to and I was like okay I had two choices there right I could just get more angry walk out and say you're still in time out or I could sit there and say okay well is your hard heart right now helping her identify what's going on yes my heart she said yes she's got these like eyebrows and you know she's looking up at you like this and I said okay well can I have a hug will that help you and will that help soften your heart and she's like and before I even finish my sentence she's just falling into my arms you know speaking of finishing your sentence here's number four um, and so <clears throat> modeling it, this, this is part of the discipleship aspect, uh, and then explaining to them and showing them the blessings and the benefits of this type of behavior, this type of practice, right? So now clearly they're not going to know the word of, di- the, the definition of the word disarm, mm-hmm. but smiling is really di- inherently disarming. 
Yeah, they um, wouldn't be able to say the word or understand. Yeah. They know the feeling though. When mom smiles at you, yeah. there's this just warmth and this safety and this. Yeah. Yeah. And so that that then shows her that it's safe. That shows that it reminds her that uh, we are in kind of the trenches with her. We're not just over and above shouting yes. down at her, but we're down there discipling her how to get out of that emotional trench. Uh, right. You know, giving her the, the equipment to do we that. need to smile more as parents yeah. anyways. <clears throat> and then the third way we can um, say with a smile is uh, recognize the joy uh, uh, available to us through the hard work of parenting. Um, and so what, what do you mean by that? The joy that's available through the hard work of parenting. Well, I think, you know, discipline and training our children in things of the Lord, it takes resolve. It takes yeah. discipline in our own hearts because it would be so easy again to just walk away. It would be so easy to just give them a screen or to just ignore whatever tantrum they're throwing or words that they're saying, you know, but lately, whoops, uh, I've found the deepest joy in parenting when I'm able to kind of help my own kids navigate through hard things, right? They're, they're still at the tender age of, they still want to come to us, uh, when they are frustrated, uh, we're still their safe place and we want to lead them, you know, back to Christ. And, Mm. Again, it's fun to play games. It's fun to, you know, go outside with them and, and and do things with them and take them on adventures. But I think some of my deepest joy lately has been found in those moments of correction or those moments of, okay, you're having a hard time right now. Let's let's navigate this together. Mama loves you. Daddy loves you. God loves you the most. How can we, you know, again, bring yeah. them back to the gospel? And there's a transition, the gospel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, we like to end these episodes uh, with um, among the other the parental kind of encouragements just the overall encouragement that if you don't know Christ we want you to know Christ and if you don't know what that means we have a website for you it's thenewsisgood.com it's newly updated so we've, we've added some some different stuff there uh, so that you can go and get a quick overview what does it mean to know Jesus to follow him to understand that I'm a sinner and I need grace but where do I get that I need I need God's love and how do I get his love when I'm a sinner well I need grace and where do I get that well all of that is answered in Christ and so we want to point you down that path. And the first step we want to give you is to go to thenewsisgood.com. You can also go and find sermons there. There's, there's lots of great sermons by our hero, R.C. Sproul. Uh, you can find a bunch of stuff there. So I encourage you to check that out. Let's pray. Okay. Father God, thank you uh, for the gift it is to uh, work through the challenges of parenting. It truly is a gift. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's refining to us. It's refining to our kids. I pray that you'd help us to steward that gift well, um, to steward it with sober judgment and discernment that we might honor you as we do so lord i pray for the parents who are struggling i pray this was helpful to them in some way i pray that you would encourage them holy spirit just enliven their hearts uh to and and illumine their hearts to your word that they might Mm. understand and obey what you have for them there in jesus name amen amen all right uh thank you for joining us for the fierce parenting podcast if you'd like to support us the easiest way you can do that is by leaving a comment uh, whether on the podcast side or on the youtube side if you haven't yet subscribe wherever you get this uh and that way we can continue to create this content and and know that it's going out to the people who want it and who are helped by it so with that said this episode of fierce parenting is in the can again in seven days until next time stay fierce